Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Well, it's not really the DFS Hour. The yeah. DFS uh, half hour. <laughs> so, yeah, 20, 40. We usually, yeah, we usually spend the first 20 minutes hardcore, and then there's always that spillover, right? There's the spillover. All right, hey, we got to get that guy in and this guy in and this injury and that injury. And then usually by about the 30 mark, we're into the best bets and the props and everything like that. So, But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good when Ricky Sanders joins as well. We've been talking a little NBA. We're talking NFL football. Um, Looking at this NBA game, this Oklahoma City-Detroit game is actually a cool game flying under the radar here tonight. Uh, Ricky Sanders steps up, and and Chicago Bulls fire their coach today. Ricky's a Chicago guy, so we'll get his take on that. What up, Ricky? What's going on? And, yeah, they they hired Jim Boylan, and I had flashbacks. I had to double-check to make sure it wasn't the same Jim Boylan. And, and it, in fact, it's off by one letter, so not the same guy that they used uh, as an interim the last time they fired that <laughs> What are the chances of that, right, that they have another guy with the same name? It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's nuts. So one thing quick, quick, quickly on this. And I'll hit this on the morning show tomorrow more, but with Hoiberg, boy, uh, with Pete and Apples, but over. But remember when Hoiberg came into the league, guys, out of Iowa State, he was one of the better college football, co- uh, college uh, basketball coaches. True, Funny, Matt Campbell, one of the better coaches there. Iowa State have good coaches usually. They do. So, um, he was he was like one of the hottest coaches in college basketball. Could have went to a bigger program, right? Like, but no, he didn't have to go to a bigger program. He he went right to the NBA. And he seemed like a perfect fit for the NBA, Ricky, a guy who could relate to younger players, college coach, a guy who played in the NBA. Like, really, he met all the check marks. Like, people are thinking he's going to be a perfect hire in the NBA. And, you you know, you've seen this, this team closer to me and Cam has. Like, what is it Hoiberg, or was it just he didn't have players and the Bulls are just a dysfunctional franchise? And it seems like, you know, they, they have had roster issues. And that's not really on Hoiberg. What's your take uh, seeing Hoiberg? Well, I was reading reports today that he was shocked that he didn't get a chance to coach with a full team. Like Laurie Markkinen, Chris Dunn, Bobby Portis, they've all been out this year. He hasn't had a chance to coach with them as a collective unit. So it doesn't make sense for a team that they didn't expect to be any good to not give him a chance to see you know, the, the trio of them that's likely their future working together, at least Markkinen and Chris Dunn for sure. 
Uh, so I don't understand why they did it at this point unless they're really going for a big name. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think he really got his fair shakes, although I will say yep. when he did first come to, come to the Bulls, you know, following the, the Thibodeau tenure, uh, there were players at practice, I remember reading those reports back in the day, that they were shocked how disorganized it was because Tom Thibodeau uh, basically ran a boot camp, and he was the complete opposite, and he was laid back, which – uh, I guess didn't work for the young guys. I wonder if they're going to go back yep. to a more structured kind of coach now that he's gone. It's funny, isn't yeah. it, guys, that we always talk about, ah, you know, he's going to be a great players coach and stuff. It almost seems like players don't even want a players coach. You want a players coach, yeah, you're going to be right. on a losing team, right? It's almost like, yeah. you know, it's funny. We had Marshall Falk, you know, Marshall Falk, Rick, he's now in studio with us every weekend, right? And, you know, we brought up Matt Patricia. And we said, Matt Patricia's a jerk. The players don't like him. And, Man, Marshall Fox, Hall of Famer. He said good. He said they like Jim Caldwell. You know, so what? You know, right. and it's kind of harsh. And he said, you know, and even he said it. He goes, it's not, you know, you're not, you don't have to like people. He goes, it's about winning, right? And he said, you know, Patricia, I don't know, Marshall maybe knows Patricia or something. He defended. He said he's a good coach, and he's just trying to toughen these guys up for, like, future years even and get them out of this sort of country club feel that they had. So it's strange, like, and it's crazy because then they'll bitch about Thibodeau being too hard, right? You know, it's like players want it both ways. <laughs> like, you know, they, they all yep. talk smack about about their coaches. But, all right, let's start off with basketball here tonight. We'll get into the football. I was just, me and Cam were just praising Dwayne Casey and the job he's doing with the Pistons. Yep. And, and Blake Griffin's having a nice year. But from a DFS perspective, he's also having a very nice year and campaign tonight. Looks like uh, an affordable play tonight for the production that he's going to bring. I was looking at the optimizer uh, tonight. Uh, Ricky, what's your take on Blake Griffin? And what's your take on this game? Totals 218. Kind of feels like there could be some points in this game. I know the Pistons have been playing a little defense as of late, though. What's the narrative uh, in this game? What, what kind of tempo are you looking at here? Yeah, this is a tough one to predict here because it's in Detroit, uh, and you got Blake Griffin matched up against a much smaller opponent. So you would think that you know, with with their guys other than Stephen Adams, and obviously that's a matchup for Drummond, uh, that Blake Griffin should be able to go directly at the basket. I mean, that's the kind of narrative that I'm looking at at this game. It's expected to be incredibly close here. Uh, and I, I do, I agree with you that Blake Griffin is going to be one of the guys that are under the radar here. I also think Steven Adams on the other side uh, is a guy that's going to be under the radar here at 6,400 on DraftKings just because uh, people will overanalyze matchups, in my opinion, whereas sometimes uh, you'll look at these true centers when they're matched up against each other. Sure, there's some inherent fall risk, but there's also a need for the team to stretch out their minutes in order to match up against a guy like Andre Drummond. So Adams and Drummond are going to battle down low. It's certainly possible that one or both could get in fall trouble. Um, but Adams is a guy whose minutes typically aren't limited. So I think if you're looking for offense, Blake Griffin's your guy. But if you're looking for minutes and a guy who can get you to a double-double quickly, I like Adams on the other side of this game. Ricky, I got to tell you, looking at the optimizer, Gabe, we don't see this very often. It's even shaded like... Anthony Davis is the top-rated guy behind Russell Westbrook. Ricky, we usually don't see a a spread of 16.5 points. Anthony Davis is scheduled almost for 69 uh, points tonight in comparison to Russell Westbrook's 52. So the optimizer loves Anthony Davis. He's an expensive item, but you guys think he goes off tonight. Do you have to play Anthony Davis tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, you get a pace like that, um, it is a really tough one to overlook. Let's put it that way. I mean, you look at these teams in pace, New Orleans third, the Clippers ninth. So you're getting both teams who want to, you know, go up and down the floor. You look at Anthony Davis. I mean, if they start marching Gortat against him, that's just going to be a field day. Uh, they're going to have to bring in Montrez Harrell sooner <laughs> rather than later. Gargamel. And, Gargamel, yeah, yeah that's ex- right. <laughs> exactly. But Anthony Davis at home, I mean, the what, what we factor in the optimizer as scorers, and New Orleans' home score is very favorable, which is really important for Anthony Davis because blocks and steals are so subjective. Uh, and we have we have found out over oh, yeah. time that they inflate blocks and steals in New Orleans. So now you do that plus the pace. Uh, it just connects all the boxes, especially if you've got those two, like, six-minute stints against Gortat each half. I mean, Anthony Davis could have 20 fantasy points in a minute. Uh, what about the Raptors in a Nuggets game uh, tonight? Interesting game. Uh, me and Cam have been discussing, what's your take on Kawhi Leonard? You know, it seems like he's a, he's too expensive and – He's freaking great. You know, the guy's awesome, but he's yeah. one of these guys. He's a good fantasy player if you have him in a season-long league. But when you're paying for him in DFS, right? Um, there's an up, There's no, like, real – he ain't going to have those. You're spending big – where I'm going with this is you're spending the same money on him as you are for somebody's scores. But Kawhi doesn't have that 71-point fantasy night. He doesn't have that 81-point game. He just throws up 47 every night, and it's good, but – that the, he doesn't smash the ceiling, does he? That's my problem with him. It's a, it's true. I mean, with Kawhi Leonard, the reason you're taking him so high in your yearly fantasy league is because of those percentages. Uh, I mean, a career 49.4% shooter uh, from the field and a good free throw shooter as well, 84.7%. And you just don't care about those uh, in daily fantasy. So last game, you had a huge spread without Kyle Lowry. It turned out to be a competitive game. I think that's the kind of game where you're rostering Kawhi Leonard at about 10K uh, across the industry. If Kyle Lowry is, you know, in the rotation uh, and it's going to be a game that's got like a seven point spread, like it does tonight, uh, not a huge implied total. I mean, 112 solid for them, but I don't think you could pay for him over some of these other superstars uh, just because he's a heavy usage guy. But again, a lot of his seasonal value comes from those percentages that you just don't get uh, in DFS. And I mean, like look at his per 36 numbers this year. He's not at two steals. He's not at, he's barely over half a block. Uh, he's not even at 10 boards per 36 minutes. So there's just a lot left to be desired if you're relying on a guy that expensive for just points. You know who I mean? Cam's guy's been on the Raptors. Still provides value, and the price hasn't really caught up. You know, the upside, the, you know, the, the, the ceiling isn't that high, but he's pretty freaking consistent this year as Ibaka. Surge. Yep. Yeah, no, Ibaka, I mean, especially the games where you get him starting at center, you get his minutes a little bit solidified. He's already been announced as the starter tonight, 5,500 on DraftKings. And, yeah, you kind of talked about it. I mean, his usage as of late has tipped a little bit. Uh, but, you know, you look back to last week, there was a guy that every time I was doing the percentages, this is a guy who was like 25 30% usage. Uh, and in a competitive game here, I expect that to be the case, especially with uh, Gary Harris working on the guards. I wonder if you get a Gary Harris-Kawhi Leonard matchup to kind of slow him down. And if any of the yeah. offense the funnel elsewhere, uh, you've got guys like Lowry, Abaka, Siakam as your likeliest guys to, to kick up in the offense. And that would only help a guy who I think is underpriced in his current role. All right, we only have seven minutes left to here with you, so I'm going to throw one guy at you quickly, and then you throw a couple of NBA guys at us and let, let Cam ask you about the NFL here. 
Uh, D'Angelo Russell tonight's a player that I got a nice feeling about. Uh, you, you like him tonight? Yeah, good call. Yeah, I mean, the only game I haven't liked him was that last game after they played double overtime where I, he was popping pretty much any optimizer you would look at. Um, but he had played 48 minutes the night before. So it just, to me, didn't make sense uh, in, a, in a rotation that they don't like to play guys over 30 minutes as is. But now that you've got him fresh again uh, in a competitive matchup against Cleveland, I mean, D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie have seen a huge uptick in both assist rate and uh, usage rate since the absence of Karis LeVert because it's basically gone from a two-man offense with LeVert and Russell as 1A and 1B to Russell and um, Dinwiddie is 1A and 1B. So 7,700 may feel like a lot, but but D'Angelo Russell really is this entire offense right now with Dinwiddie kind of being the guy to compliment him. So I agree with you. Against the Cleveland team that struggled against guards, D'Angelo Russell may seem overpriced, but it's a good spot. Well, uh, okay, uh, Ricky, so we, we get to yeah, the football camp. Yeah. I just want to ask, are you thinking about any, any players, buddy? Who, <laughs> yeah, who's the value? Any, any value guys or any player we didn't bring up that uh, people should slate into their lineup? Unfortunately, I think it's a night that we have to look at the Knicks uh, with Trey Burke ruled out. I think we have to look at both Emmanuel Moutier and just basically most of the guards here are in play for me. I mean, Alonzo Trier, if he has one of those outlier games in terms of minutes, is too cheap. But I think Moutier is the safe play here on the Knicks. With no Trey Burke, that's basically what's been holding him down. I think it's a night where you got to look at the other Knicks usage guys uh, with Trey Burke out because that should hopefully solidify some of their, you know, uh, their production. The optimizer likes Tim, Har- Tim Hardaway Jr. too. He's yeah. uh, proje- projected yep. at 38 points there, Ricky, and he's not the most expensive guy. No, exactly. I mean, this is what this is what I'm talking about. Is I think we we have a little bit clearer of an idea where the offense is going to go, especially with the guards are the guys. The question is normally like which one of the guards you take one of the guards out of the rotation, and all of a sudden we can expect it a little bit more. I know Enos Cantor has been quiet tonight. Our optimizer liked him too. I think the offense is pretty much going to be run now uh, by the likes of Moutier slash Trier. I think I'd only play one of those guys, Hardaway and Cantor, and all of them are viable. And you know, it's always a scary slate when you have to look. To the Knicks, but at least you get one of their main guys out, so you can feel a little bit better. What yeah, are we going to do with this? Fisdale, <laughs> just quickly on this tab, this Damian Dotson guy. One thing with Fisdale, yes. Ricky, it's kind of tough. Like he, yep. there, no one's locked in. He basically tells guys, "Listen, you practice well, you you you'll play." I like that. And yep. no one, no one's guaranteed time. He sat Cantor down the other day. Uh, Nicolina has gotten a seat, and suddenly Dotson, and he said, "Listen, this Dotson kid busts his ass in practice." I told him, you keep practicing hard, I'll play you. He's played. He's put up 30-plus DK points in two consecutive games. Yep. So, you know, there's something to keep your eye on there. So, yes, sir, football tonight. Tough tough board with this one, guys. I don't know where to go with this, Ricky. What do we do? <laughs> who do we make Who do we make the king? I know Zach Ertz is going to be popular once, but uh, where, what, do you, what do you think? There's a lot of ways we can go. Some people are projecting a low-scoring maybe field goal game, but, uh, you know, Ertz has been a monster. What do you think, Ricky? Yeah, we got a bunch of guys. Game or not, Ricky? (laughs) I'm going to lean towards no, um, but there's a bunch of guys listed as questionable that I'm waiting for the final inactives with Crowder, Reed, Trey Quinn, Uh, Adams, Chris Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Adams. I think Adams is the one guy who's officially been ruled in, so he's the guy we can kind of feel good about. And Peterson did say that Sproles will be back, but he doesn't expect to get him rolling in week one kind of thing. Uh, so it, it looks like Adams is a guy with mostly a full workload here. Uh, but it's a lot of dink and dunk from especially Washington. 
Uh, it's a tough one. I will say that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I have interest in, but there's a lot of there's a lot of rules I would set up on this slate. Like play at most one of Reed or Davis. Play at most one of Harris or Floyd. Floyd kind of ate into his workload last week. Like there's very few guys you feel really good about here. So I think it's playing cash. Like I'm limiting the captain uh, to probably Chris Thompson, Ertz, or or Carson Wentz, because I don't really feel great about too many other guys on either team. Like Jeffrey's basically turned into a guy whose tournament only the other receivers have. Uh, you got Josh Adams fighting for touches now. Adams definitely a guy like in cash, but there's a lot of uncertainty, especially until we get the guys who are sitting on Washington's side, because that might concentrate things a little, but the safest plays are the Eagles, no question. I got to believe Thompson. Eagle wide receivers? Yeah, that's they're very different. What Thompson, Chris? Uh, uh, no, Tom, Chris I'm just going to say Thompson. Thompson's going to take like Adrian Peterson's been slumping, so I like where Ricky's going with Thompson instead of Peterson. Like Peterson's really been slow there, right? Ricky and Thompson can get some catches out of yep. the backfield, little dinks and ducks. Exactly. I mean, you look at Peterson last week, uh, 42.8% of the offensive snaps. So nothing to write home about by any means. And that was with uh, Capri Bibb. So I'm thinking with Thompson back that I like the at least safety of him, especially the DraftKings. Uh, but even on FanDuel, I mean, I'm completely okay with him at his price point. The thing is, you know, if, if Jamison Crowder is in fact back, that typically eats into his uh, market share of passing of catch passing. Uh, but I still am willing to take a shot there just because I don't really know what else to do with this Washington team, uh, especially with Maurice Harris being the guy. Like, they've, just, they've just been a mess. Ricky Sanders, part of the DailyRoto.com crew. Glad to have him. Great website. Ton of uh, information, guys. Thanks a lot for your time, Ricky. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll have the spillover. We'll get to our lineups on the other side. Yeah, man. Tough decisions to make here. Very tough. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Action. Game time decisions. Ready to rage. Lineup block live. Man, I'm getting a headache just trying to put this football lineup together. Oh, I know. I just did, and it absolutely was driving me nuts. <laughs> no, honestly, I like I was. Game show oh, I, they're not. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did really good. Like we had some really good picks on the other week, and like the Tennessee game and stuff like that. And I told you I went Dallas heavy. And Gabe, I'll tell you. 
that was the best uh, time I've ever had on a Thursday night game. That Michael Gallup, 29 and a half yards on the first drive. He had like 50. I was like, yay, I won my prospect in like one minute. But uh, that doesn't happen nice. very often. And I'll tell you something, though. This is a, this slate, guys, it's difficult. Like, I mean, Zach Ertz, the king. And then what are you going to do after that, right? Like, I'm looking at the Washington guys. You're saying, like, I have a pounding headache right now. And, uh, yeah, it's really hard to fit all the guys that you want in here. But I think for Washington, game, if you're going to be Philadelphia heavy, uh, Thompson's a good guy because the thing about Thompson is he'll get you those uh, catches out of the yeah. backfield. Yeah, nine, 45 yards, nine. I worry about Adrian Peterson, and, and Thompson's a lot cheaper too, and, and you could fit him in. I made Zach Ertz the captain, the king, but he's $16,800, so man, managed to make it work, but we'll see. It's I, I like the team, but uh, I'll give you my team right now if you want. I know yours is giving you a headache, so yep. I'm basically going to go with uh, Zach Ertz as my captain right now. He's sixteen thousand eight hundred dollars, and what can we say about Zach Ertz? The guy's just money in the bank. You know he's going to get catches, right? Eleven targets in his last couple games, nine catches. Look at the touchdowns too. He's got four touchdowns in his last four games. He's been one of the bright spots for the Eagles. Gave eighty-four catches on the year, eight hundred ninety-five yards, averaging over eighty-one per game and six touchdowns. You have to pay for it, and he's the guy. One thing about it, it's like death taxes and Zach Ertz, so you have to pay 16800 Carson Wentz is the quarterback, and we're going to get quarterback points throwing to Zach Ertz. Carson Wentz is $10,600 there, so now we've spent a lot of the money. What are we going to do? Well, the rest of the, the rest of the time, i got to go cheap. I tried to get Josh Adams in there. I can't afford him now with those guys, but you know who I can't afford? Corey Clement. So who knows? Adams is also coming off an injury, and Clement still gets touches. 45 yards rushing, 31 receiving the last game for 11.6. So maybe the Eagles, we don't know how Adams is going to react. If he's still a little bit banged up, Corey Clement at $2,600 is an absolute steal. Now on the Redskins side, guys, I think we got to go with Chris Thompson. He's got a lot of dinking and dunking, as Gabe mentioned, too. You know, he's going to get some passes out of the backfield. He's going to get a few runs, too. Adrian Peterson's kind of looking beat down and older, and he hasn't really been effective. And the one thing about Thompson, take a look at, at his games, too. And on the road, averaging 13.7 DraftKings points in comparison to home at 12.5. So he's done some good damage on the road. Game's in Philadelphia, and he's only 4400 bucks. Then we're going to go with Colt McCoy as the quarterback at $8,800. I was looking for another option, but there isn't anyone. And uh, after that, Josh Doxson. So Josh Doxson is going to be the main guy. He is the Redskins' number one receiver. So I kind of have a split there tonight. Last game, Gabe, 10 targets, 6 catches, 66 yards. He also has two touchdowns in his last two games. thing about Doxson, though, is he'll drive you crazy. We remember him at TCU. Dude, the guy used to be a machine, but now in the NFL, is he going to be a ghost? But if you really look at the team, it's pretty solid. Zach Ertz, $16,800. Carson Wentz, $10,600. Colt McCoy, $8,800. Josh Doxson, $6,800. Chris Thompson, $4,400. And I have no change because Corey Clement is $2,600, zero cents when the till opens. Full team, no change. (laughs) And I have a headache, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, you're right. Doing this stuff is just like... No, I'm like, snap. honestly, no, my I'm trying to my lineup. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm no, sweating. I thought I'm I was like, like oh, I got, I, I got a lineup here. I'm like, I got one. And I didn't look and in my last play. I got $1,400 left. I'm like, that doesn't work. Like, no, it doesn't. You can't, in this league, you can't get anybody. You can't get ah! anybody 14. You can't get anybody. Who are you going to get from 14? Matthews? He sucks. Like, you can't put Jordan Matthews on your team. You know, you can't, you can't do it. Like, even though, eh, 13.37, 6.7. Last week, zero, though. So, I don't know. Jordan Matthews is 1400 bucks. You might have to roll the dice there. Or are you going to go with a kicker? 
If you think Philadelphia yeah, yeah, might I'm, get points, they Jake got a good Elliott kicker. In. I like Elliott. He's a good kicker. Yeah, this stuff will drive you nuts. I think both of these guys are driving me nuts. Uh, no defense. Uh, Elliot, uh, Elliot's I'm, 3400 bucks at Hopkins. Thirty-two. Oh, taking a shot with GT. Good luck to you. All right. That so this is my team. To... Colt McCoy. Yep. yep. Colt McCoy's my captain. Chris Thompson, Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, Jake Elliott, Golden Tate. Yeah. So we have four of the same. You just went with a kicker instead of Corey Clement, and uh, yeah. But Golden Tate yeah, hasn't yeah. done anything with these guys though. I know, but he might. I don't really want is Golden it? Tate. He might. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. For 7200 his production has been pretty sucks. shitty. I know. This team is sucks, close. all right? <laughs> watch it be he your said, best Adrian Peterson ever. Watch, watch it just be your best ever. You know, you got, oh, my God. My, everything worked out today. What a day for Golden is Tate. Is Jameson Crowder playing? Uh, Crowder is he's questionable, but I think he's playing. Uh, he's on my fantasy team. I kept him on the bench because that guy's been pissing me off. He never plays. He's always hurt. He's questionable. No, this is he's, this is really this is really starting list- to get to me, bro. He's listed as questionable. All right, I'm just. Have you uh, seen the questionable Jordan Reed? Questionable Josh Adams? Questionable? Who Ricky says he's playing? Adrian Peterson? Questionable? He'll play. <laughs> Crowder? Questionable? Who knows if he'll play? What a dog's breakfast. Darren Sproles, like. <laughs> Ajayi, we know about him. He's on the IR. Like this is a you said it, man. This is a, this is a oh God. This is a bad game. Okay, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <sighs> yeah, you know what the 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 Golden Tate pick doesn't suck. You got to take a chance. Yeah. Hey, contrarian, buddy. Look, I'm playing the played? lineup. I'm playing the lineup. Who Colt played Josh McCoy, Allen? Chris Thompson. DFS. Colt well. McCoy. Yep. Colt McCoy. Chris Thompson, Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, Jake Elliott, Golden Tate. It's, it's not in. bad, actually. There's no turning back. It's in. No, it's not bad. It's neat. God, and of course, need... it's full, the contest. Oh, okay. I, I got bumped into the big one with 250,000 people. Yeah, no the, 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 uh, yeah, the showdowns, yeah. And the best is, think about it, too. Think about it, too. So there's $250,000. 250, yes, people. yes. And even do the math. You're only, ple- you're only selecting six guys in a... In, in a showdown. It's not like there's a combination of like nine or 12, like when you do an NBA lineup or a hockey lineup or, you know what I mean? It's one of those things like a lot of people are going to have a lot of the same stuff, just the way it goes in these contests. Yeah, the showdown's tough. Very right. tough. Um, let's see. What else can I find here? All right. What are you looking you know for? What? I'm just going to ride. I'm going to ride it. Even though Adrian Peterson, whatever, man. I was going to sort of stay away from him, but. Oh. I like uh, Drew Zilla just sent me his NBA and uh, NHL lineups uh, to her. All right. Um, very, here's, very here's, nice. here's my call. I'm not going well, to spend all night on this, man. I'm getting pissed off. It is what it is. Colt <laughs> McCoy, whatever, man. I'm not Drew Dinkmeyer anyways. Who gives a shit with my life? <laughs> Colt McCoy. Great point. <laughs> how, many people are, how many people are tailing me right now? Marazzi, I just uh, can't wait for your lineup. myself for the last hour and a half. <laughs> Cam, I tried to do this this afternoon. I got a headache. I was like, oh, I'll of do course, it. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do it later. All right. Colt yeah. McCoy. Colt McCoy's my captain. No, some people people pay attention to my basketball DFS lineups. Colt, oh, yeah, Colt McCoy's my captain. Uh, Colt McCoy's my captain. Zach Ertz. Carson Wentz. Golden Tate. Chris Thompson. Jake Elliott. So that's Colt McCoy, captain. 
Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, Golden Tate, Chris Thompson, Jake Elliott. Uh, no change. No change. And, um, I'll give. I'll give. <laughs> Cash I'll register. Give you another football lineup. I'll give you another Cha-ching. football lineup, but I'll give you an NBA lineup in a couple of minutes. Let's get the Cam's hockey lineup, and uh, we'll see what Drew has out there. What do you got for us, Cam? Well, I got uh, an interesting hockey lineup tonight, Marenzi. There's only three games tonight. And uh, for all you guys out there, just a note, the Nashville Predators have like three or four stars out tonight, so it's going to be very, very interesting. The Buffalo Sabres were a hot team. They're a big dog tonight, so you know what? You might want some attraction to this game. Also, just looking at the other games, Edmonton, suddenly the Edmonton Oilers are playing low-scoring games and getting good goaltending. They're kind of opposite to what they were before. So, Ken Hitchcock, I'm not taking a lot of Edmonton Oilers, and I have no Dallas Stars players tonight. So, basically, we're going Buffalo, New Jersey, Tampa Bay, and Nashville. Those are the guys with a little bit of Edmonton because I like them and with defense. So, we're going to start things off with Jack Eichel of the Buffalo. Buffalo Sabres scores! Jack Eichel! This guy's on fire, Marantzi. Four points in his last two games 12 dk points six shots on goal Man, he's got hockey. friggin uh he's got look at this seven shots on goal against detroit too that's what i like about the guys if they're not even gonna get you points if you get the shots on goal and block a few shots too you get those extra bonus points and jack eichel gets a lot of ice time and uh, he does a lot of good things well he's only 6500 not the most expensive guys Guys, I like an upset tonight. I like in Gabe's backyard, Devils. I think the Devils beat the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. It's a game I've been waiting for for a while. I know it's a little bit of a leap of faith. They're only plus 125, but they lost a heartbreaker to the Jets, and I believe this losing streak ends tonight. Nico Heischer is my guy at $4,500, cheap center. Three points in his last two games, 10 DK points. I'd like a few more shots there, Nico. You know, you only got eight in their last three games. I'd like to see you around 12 or 14 because you're a young superstar in the midst of getting really, really special. So he's cheap. Now we're going with another devil, man. We're going with Marcus Johansson. He's my steal tonight at 4100 bucks. He's got three points in his last four games. He's got nine shots on goal in his last two. Take a look at the last three out of four, five and a half five five and a half that is major production for a four thousand dollar player guys 4100 bucks he's playing playing like a six thousand dollar player marcus johansson of the devils who i think can show up tonight I right. Gabe, sometimes we got to spend, like you're Anthony Davis in the brow, and even uh, Drewzilla has him, Nikita Kucherov. If you don't put Kucherov in your lineup, you're a stooge. The guy has uh, basically, what, eight points in his last four games. I don't know what, the, he's on fire. Nine, seven, six and a half. Gabe, the guy has 38 points in 27 games this year. Nikita Kucherov is one of the best players in hockey, and he does everything. Yes, he's expensive at $7,600, but I believe we can have some goals in the Devils and Tampa Bay Lightning game. Now with Nashville, we're going to save some money. They have injuries. So Craig Smith. Craig Smith has been really, really solid too. He has two points in his last game for six and a half points. He's $5,200. Craig Smith and Benino and these other guys are going to have to step up. As I mentioned, Nashville has huge injuries all over the board right now. So a lot of their other players are going to get more ice time. And Craig Smith is going to be one of those guys that's going to pick it up. Ryan McDonough on the blue line. You got to like him. Former Ranger now with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He does a lot of little things. So even his last game, he had no points, but four block shots, two shots on goal for three points. So you add any type of goal or assist to this, it's going to be a monster night. $4,500 for the Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman, Ryan McDonough. Now now my one oiler, not going to spend a lot. They're playing more defense. We're going to go with Oscar Clefbaum, though. He plays on the power play. He's very, very solid. Marenzi, listen to this, too. Look at the points, man. Three, four, six points in his last four games as a defenseman. It's fantastic. Ten and a half DK points. Eight, 
eight. I am riding the hot streak. He's $5,600. He has 14 points, doing everything well, blocking shots, getting shots. Oscar Kleppbaum is my Edmonton Oiler tonight. My goaltender, got to go with Miko Koskinen of the Edmonton Oilers, who are actually, Gabe, it's a dad's trip, too. They're going into Dallas. Every time they play, it's like a two-to-one type of game. That's why I'm not taking Dallas Stars tonight. Koskinen is 8-2-1 on the season, 2.15 goals against with a 9.28 save percentage. He's fantastic. He is the Oilers' new goalie. And bottom line, we're going to go with another fill-in guy for Nashville. Eli Tolvanen has been a call-up, and in his first game, he had two points, two shots on goal, a block shot for six and a half DK points. Watch out for this kid. He's getting minutes because the Predators are banged up. So doing my team again, Jack Eichel, Nico Heischer, Marcus Johansson, Nikita Kucherov, Craig Smith, Ryan McDonough, Oscar Kleffbaum, Miko Koskinen, and Toiv Tolvanen. Man, I got a lot of e- uh, Europeans and uh, Finns on my yeah. team today, buddy. Woo! Jeez, yeah, great, great, uh, great. Where I, at great least I got Craig, You're doing a good job. Craig, there. I, I got Craig Smith, Craig, Craig Smith, and everybody else. <laughs> Craig, Craig Smith. Anyway, yeah. So what did what did Drew team. have? You, what did Drew have for his hockey? You said you saw his hockey. Oh yeah, Drewzilla had some of the same guys. I was looking at his. Uh, he sent me his uh, draft king. He did a, he did an NBA lineup and he did a hockey lineup. He has a couple of the same guys. We both have uh, Kucherov. I really liked his pick of Nick Bonino. He was another guy that I almost put in the utility spot. And uh, I was talking to Jesse Lapine that uh, tweeted me earlier today. Uh, he mentioned the Oilers' dad's trip, and I really liked that angle with Edmonton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah great, Nico great, uh, great gift he's got you as a flyer. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And what are you, an yeah. oiler tonight no, in the game? Yeah, I'm an oiler. Yeah, I'm an oiler tonight with a big head. Like, yeah, I got my head in that in that white helmet with an oiler jersey. So I am going to ride the Oilers tonight on, on dad, dad night in Dallas. The Oilers are a small uh, small dog tonight, and uh, they've been playing really good defensive. I'd actually look at the five and a half under in that game. Edmonton all of a sudden are winning two-to-one style hockey games. They're not scoring a lot. So I'm going to avoid the McDavid's and all those guys, but I'm going to take their goaltender, Koskinen, who I think is a good play tonight my friend so that's the hockey lineup what are you gonna bet on tonight in the nhl (laughs) oh i'm gonna bet on there's three games in the nhl tonight i'm contemplating taking all dogs but i'm definitely taking two i'm taking the new jersey devils regulation so i get a half puck minus 130 i'm taking the new jersey devils money line plus 125 against tampa bay it's a leap of faith guys but i really believe it domings in net for tampa bay i think the devils can get it done against him i'd have a lean to the over in that game too i think there's going to be goals with doming and kincaid because tampa bay can score the edmonton oilers in regulation plus a half minus 150 and the oilers as a small pooch tonight at plus 105 and i have a lean to buffalo i haven't bet them yet but buffalo are plus 165 in nashville tonight nashville's beat up but i'm a little bit worried sometimes those kids get called up from the american hockey league and they really play well it's not like you know what Gabe? i do the opposite people say oh feed them all their stars are out no guy kids get hungry for the first no, no, couple no, games yeah. when they get called up you know what i'm saying so i'm not pulling the trigger on the sabers but i'm taking the devils as a uh, as a good pooch and the sabers as a small underdog or sorry edmonton as a small underdog tonight looking at the sabers college I like basketball it. I like it. I, college basketball i looked at but nothing really jumped out I was kind of looking at Wisconsin and thing, but they're minus eleven and yeah. Rutgers. Like I don't know, man. Like I don't know what. Nah, they doing. should cover that. They should. They should. But it's a lot of points, you know. It's very difficult. Tough board. You know what? I, yeah. Tonight. You know, I was looking at. Um, can, yeah, I was sort of kicking the tires on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Plus that eleven and a half against Michigan State. That game's State. at six. I think it's at six thirty. It's already. It just did it just tip off right now. 
Yeah, those stupid. Th- I, I remember I had a note that one of those games. Yeah, was on but you know we talked about it. My account. Well, I, bet. I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. We gotta, I gotta. Actually, you know what? The Pistons game I think is at seven, though, right? So. That is true. Yeah, you could click those in too. Well, you want the Pistons? Yeah, Pistons plus, plus two plus. and the over two eighteen. Pistons plus two over two eighteen. Okay. Just twenty five each because we don't, you know, uh, we've already yeah, got a hundred right. in on the football. Now you got eighty eight bucks left, so you can go like either forty four, forty four, <laughs> or you can go twenty two, twenty two, twenty five, twenty five, twenty five, twenty five, and thirty three twenty year change, sir. Yeah, thirty three. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> no, I should have more than that. No, no. no let's see here. So tell you, hold on. Yeah, let's 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 I do the math here. I should have. No, I have thirty eight left. Hold on. You got twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Putting them both in. Hit. Your change thirty eight twenty, sir. Thirty eight twenty. Yeah. Your change. Yeah. All right. I'll have to contemplate contemplate the next. Uh, you know what? I like the old parlay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Maybe put a five dollar parlay together. Okay, Yang. Yang's fired up. Yang's always fired up. Gotta love, love Yang's energy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sound effects. <laughs> sound effects. I say, I say, Kim is the best when he go. Bow, 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 bow. The songs I'll be cracking up wah, over wah, here. All right, I'm putting together. I'm doing the uh, do my NBA lineup, but I'm having uh, I'm no, having you, a difficult time do. with this one too. It, it, it sounds like we should get the sponsorship from Advil or Tylenol putting these lineups together. Yeah. Our heads are pounding. God, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, now it's coming together. It's coming together. Here we go. Yeah, we're close. We're close. We're close. All right. We're close. Position already filled. Screw off. Hold on. Oh, you're gone, Looney. Collins, you're in. Looney. Oh, yeah, Looney. (laughs) Okay. I like my lineup. I like it. It's been torturous, but I like where I'm going here. Except, I don't know, maybe I should take this forward out. I should take Jordan Bell out here, too. All right, so now we got to mash this. All right, so I got shooting guard. Shooting guard in the $5,000 range. Our boy Kevin Herter is uh, is uh, only thirty seven hundred dollars tonight. That's cheap. 
Like really cheap. Like Let's dirt see, cheap. Herder. I got Lou cheap, Williams cheap. in here. Yeah, you know what? I need a young I need a I need a cheap guy in here. All right, let's put him in the lineup. Herder's in. I actually have Trey Young in my lineup too. Hope he hits a couple of threes against the Warriors here tonight. He's playing Curry, right? He's billed as the new Curry. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. See, Durant, he went off. He's like, you're going to make a comparison? This guy just came in the league. They're like, Curry, like, relax, everybody. Relax. Durant, Durant goes off on everybody. <laughs> he, he does. He does. He's not really. He doesn't like, he doesn't like questions. He doesn't like <laughs> he <don't. laughs> any question. Like, he does not like, just don't ask the guy a question. He doesn't like it. He's, he's not down with it. I don't even know why if reporters Compute. even go up to him. They might as well just get clips from anybody else on the team because the guy hates it. Like, the computer he, he hates computer it. likes uh, Trey Young tonight. They also like Lou Williams, though, Jeff Teague. Actually, Jeff Teague, you know, Minnesota's played some decent basketball, actually, ever since they got rid of Jimmy Butler, if you notice. I agree. I almost liked them tonight at plus two against Houston. I was looking at them. They've been playing a lot better, a lot better. <sighs> All right, let's see. It's, I think Trey Young might be the best player for the price. Now let's see. No, no, he isn't. He isn't. So, wow. All right, let's see. I already have that guy that's cheaper for fifty. Are you struggling? Are you struggling, Gabe? Couldn't care less about the yeah, line give us, of struggling. Give, yeah, give us, give us your football pick. Yeah, sure. I'll give you, actually, you know what give I was looking at tonight? I was going to go through some props tonight. Give me some tonight. So, bets, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, here are the props right now. Golden Tate uh, receiving yards, 48 and a half game. If it's going to happen, don't you think it's going to happen tonight? That is a very, very low total, and they haven't got him into the mix. They've had time to get him into the mix tonight. I think that's a good prop bet. If you think it's going to happen now or never, 48 yards receiving for Golden Tate, that's nothing. I'm not saying it's a Michael Gallup 29 and a half, but it looks low. Zach Ertz, what does the computer say? His uh, over-under is 74-and-a-half. Guy usually gets over 100. Like, I almost want to go over there. Josh Doxson, 42-and-a-half. I kind of like Doxson over 42-and-a-half. Very small bets for these props. I don't go bonkers the way I do more on the games. And, Gabe, I'm going to take a shot with Golden Tate with you. I think he's going to go over 48-and-a-half. Josh Adams is uh, rushing yard at 60 and a half, but no, I can't pull the trigger. So the two props I'm looking at right now for receiving yards is Doxson 42 and a half over and Tate 48 and a half over. They don't jump out like Gallup, but they look pretty good to me. I don't know what the optimizer likes, but uh, those totals are low. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm staying away from, uh, all right, I got my basketball team in finally. Did you get, are you doing the long field goal thing tonight too, or are you going to avoid that one? Uh, you know what? Actually, and a half. Uh, it's forty-five. They're and both a half. good kickers. They they're are both good kickers. Yeah. And actually, these teams are more conservative. Like, no, not Philadelphia, but Washington would be kind of like, yeah, we'll take three points here. Yeah, yeah. Put the like, twenty-five, and it'll leave thirteen change. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'll find that. <laughs> yeah, kicking, kicking, long field goal, longest field goal scored. There it is. It's 45 and a half. Wish it was 44 and a half, but what are you going to do? 25. Yeah, Inputter. Yeah, but between. Inputted. Done. 13, 20 year change. So I've got, I've got, uh, I got a Golden State Warrior Philadelphia Eagle teaser. I've got a Philadelphia Eagle over teaser. I've got the Detroit Pistons plus two. 
I've got the Detroit Pistons and Oklahoma City Thunder over 218. And uh, I've got the long field goal over 45 and a half. That is correct. And um, all right, you might as well just put the uh, just put the 13 on on the over of that uh, Pelican Clipper game. <laughs> and like, if the early yeah. if the early games win, I'll send you a text after. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be not, around. You know. I got to go see the doctor to get well, something, but I'll, but it's going to be quick. I'll have my phone. I'll have my phone with me. So over two thirty-five and a half. Clippers, Pelicans. Yeah. The football um, won't be over, but um, basically it's the Pistons game. You know what I mean? It's done. It's like I have the Pistons and I have the over. All right. So so Clippers, Pelicans, it's 235 and a half. Over. All right. So I'm in. That's it. There's no turning back now. That's it. No, no, no. no, no. That's my chance. There's 20 cents. You You want a couple pieces of double bubble, sir, or a gobstopper? That's that. That's the minimum bet there. So it's destiny. I forgot twenty what, cents. What, yeah, twenty cents. Yeah, you put it. No, you do. Yeah, you do a twenty a twenty cent parlay. Try to turn it into. Hopefully like nine tomorrow night. Well, all right, Cam. Put a put an eighteen an eighteen team twenty parlay, cent parlay yeah. together. We should play that. I told I told you, man. I saw that guy at Casino Windsor. It was one of the craziest things I ever saw. This guy I was an animal. He was betting hard. He was down to his last five dollars. The guy was almost in tears. He had five dollars. He won. Then he had ten. He won. Had it like a double down, like I was just sitting there watch. The guy won like seventeen hands in a row. He walked out with five grand. I saw a guy at a blackjack table turn five dollars into five thousand dollars. Never seen it happen again, but let's just say anything is possible, man. Anything should happen. It is. You got just got to go on a, a nice tootsie roll at the right time, right? Yeah, anything's possible, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels uh, sometimes. I don't really think it's going to happen for me and you, but I've seen other people do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've done it. I've had. I've uh, had. I've had a few. I've had a few. Not many where I've done it, but I turned. Uh, I turned like seventy-six dollars into eighteen hundred once, and actually pulled it. It's like one of the rare sort of big success. I, I built it up, and I actually did. I pulled it. I've done stupid things though, where I've turned two hundred into twenty-two hundred and lost it. The next day, you know, it's possible, but, you know, it's it's rare. You know, we've all been there, especially when you're in the bookie realm, that desperation on yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. That's when you start playing That's, a New York lottery. Yeah, the smartest thing you can do, though, and like my boy uh, Visine Vince told me, and it's, it's really hard to have the patience to do it. When you're down and going to get <laughs> killed, the best way to get it back is what we talked about before, two-game parlays. Because they're usually they're easier parlays to hit, and and they build your bankroll really well. They either do a, do round robins or are the two game parlays, Gabe. That's how you get it back. Getting it done with a bunch of random shit and teasers and stuff, it doesn't work. It like you'll you'll do it every once in a while, but methodically, that's the way to go. The two game parlay. That's what I would advise if you're trying to dig. Keep digging. So you take a look at. Uh... Take a look at the uh, the upcoming uh, lines for this week in the National Football League. Sure. So it's five and a half right now. I Listen, I think the Eagles are going to cover this number tonight. I kind of wussed out and put it on the teasers just to sort of get the night going early with that goal. I have no game. opinion. I think the I think the game the game middles. If you like the over, I don't think Washington loses by more than twelve, and I think the Eagles oh, yeah, should win. This might be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Could be one of those where really all love, four sides hit. I don't really on love the, the game. So last night. 
two. So, yeah, so Chargers to the over, Pittsburgh to the over. So, yeah, the under barely lost because it went up to, like, 60.5, but the game was tied. The under lost on a teaser, too, yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. The under lost on a teaser, yeah. Correct. So, um, yeah, it's five and a half, 44 and a half right now. Thursday night football, the Jacksonville Jaguars visit Tennessee. Tennessee kept their playoff hopes alive with a dramatic comeback win yesterday against the Jets. Uh, Tennessee are minus four and a half point favorites. The over-under is 37 there. Under. Atlanta Falcons I don't care. go to Green Bay. I don't care if the total in that game is 24 and a half. I'm taking the under. You saw what Jacksonville did You're against Indianapolis. The final, the final score was 6 nothing. Tennessee won't be able to score on Jacksonville, and Jacksonville won't be able to score on them. That final score in that game will be 16-13 at, like, the most. I'm taking the under. I like, your, I like your boldness. I like your style. You're confident here. It's, it's how you sold me. Give me the under. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Atlanta Falcons and the Green Bay Packers. Um, five and a half. Philbin, probably the worst coach in NFL history on the side. Yeah, I almost want to take Atlanta, but I'm no, I have no confidence in this game nah. whatsoever. Like, that's just a suicide We should know, play. too. Like, I should note, the Eagles haven't covered a home game since week one against the Falcons. I know. It's like, um, know, so Packers five and a half. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens in the playoff hunt here. Uh, right in the mix. They're, they're right there. They're a wild card team. Baltimore plus six at Kansas City. Lamar Jackson Interesting. versus Mahomes. In- interesting. Over this under is a short three. I like that, Gabe. This is a short number. Let's think about the Chiefs. Sure, they're winning. They had problems with the Raiders this week. I know it's a divisional game or whatever. Why is that number six? At Morency Sportsbook, the Chiefs at home at Arrowhead, you make that line seven and a half, eight. It's six. Feels like it's a ba- it feels well, pretty Baltimore's going to compete with them. I think Baltimore might be the play. That's just kind of like going to find like, life more difficult yeah. every week from here on out. Like yes, how the Raiders play yes, with them, right? Yes, exactly. That's teams what I just start, said. I'm teams telling now you, know yes, what their offense them is. They've seen Correct. That. Yeah. You got it, man. And also. I think that Phil. Uh, I think KC are taking the pedal off the metal a little bit. That's that true. They don't want to show everything that they have. They know. Yeah, we're going to be the one seed. You know what I mean? We're we're right there, or the two seed. I mean, we're gonna you know we're gonna have it. I'm not saying if you know they don't care yet, but I think there's a method to their madness a little bit. Things just tighten up a little bit. They don't want to give their playbook away. They don't want to get guys hurt. They just lost Kareem Hunt. Marshall Falk had a good uh, had a very interesting point. He said, if you notice, like, people were complaining, how come you don't give the ball to Kareem Hunt more this year? And uh, he said, basically, that they knew that this was probably going to happen. And um, they were sort of prepping with life without him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Kareem Hunt's not, like, the massive part of their offense. They give him the ball, but they can, listen, you lose Kareem Kelsey. Hunt in the long haul, it hurts. But... Spencer Ware is good enough to plug it in a game or two, right into the playoffs. It's not, you know, yep. it doesn't help them. They lost Kareem Hunt, but it, and their, also, their offense doesn't run through them. They're also going to pick up either Charkandrick West or C.J. Anderson. Remember, C.J. Anderson was a good back for Denver a while ago on a good team like that. I'd be looking at him. He was cut. Yeah, and like Think you of, said, too, like Kareem Hunt was the third option, right? Like the offense is basically Kelsey, Kelsey. and Tyreek Hill. That's Tyree like Hill. a priority. you got to get the ball yeah. to Tyreek Hill. Get the ball to Hill, right? They'll, they'll be fine without Kareem Hunt. It doesn't change that much, but it, it, things are tightening up a little bit now. I think Baltimore can't play with them. Carolina, you know, these guys are just, they're long. Oh, man. boy. Dude, this is huge this for you. This will be the nail in the coffin. They'll probably lose this game. It'll be the nail in the coffin. Rivera's going to get fired. Uh, Carolina's minus one and a half at Cleveland. 
Indianapolis Colts plus five at Texans. That'll be interesting. Houston have won nine in a row. Uh, what what will uh, Andrew Luck be able to do here? Plus five. Patriots minus uh, eight at Miami. Uh, weird numbers at eight. Saints are eight at Tampa. Uh, no line on the Bills-Jets game right now because of the quarterback uh, status of, of the Jets, be, but uh, it's going to be darn. I'll be betting the Bills. I'll be betting the Bills. Whatever that line is. Uh, Chargers minus 14 hosting the Bengals. Broncos, five and a half point favorites at San Francisco. I tell you, you know, Denver's schedule eases up. I know. Uh, you know, they're going to start racking up these wins. They can win this game. Suddenly they'll be seven and six in the playoff mix. And then uh, Detroit Lions, two and a half point road favorites at Arizona. No line on the Eagles Cowboys because they're playing tonight. Uh, Steelers and Raiders. Steelers, 11-point road favorites. Ooh, Sunday night football next week. Rams and Bears. Rams minus three at the Bears. And then Monday night football next week, your Seattle Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point home favorites against Minnesota. Ooh, yeah, Minnesota's coming into town. The Kirk Cousins uh, watch. Oh, yeah. Seattle's good. Good, good, I hope so. Actually, I, I lean, I lean uh, Rams. You know me; I like those home dogs. The Bears have been great to me this year. Like I really, they've helped me out. But not the, the three is, a, is an attainable number. Uh, yeah, I, I worry about Seattle again. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried worried about Cousins. About I'm more worried about Dalvin Cook. But three and a half, Seattle should be able to get it done there. Minnesota looks. They look got a we got a track meet in that Iowa-Michigan State game. Can't mention it. It started at 6.30. They've already scored. It's 22-19. So they've already scored 41 points in the first 10 minutes of the basketball game. It's pretty high score. Wow. That is uh, high scoring. Liberty. Liberty's up on Georgetown right now. Or as Mark Liberty, Lawrence Liberty, said, Liberty, George, Liberty, Liberty. They're George, plus five and a half. Georgetown. Georgetown. Oh, yeah. Georgetown. <laughs> Georgetown, no, Georgetown. <laughs> who does that again? It was uh, who was it? Mark Lawrence. George, yeah, Mark Lawrence. <laughs> Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, he says it like it's a guy's name. George Georgetown. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, the Georgetown. No, Georgetown. Town. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Lawrence's uh, inflections are the best. Um, yeah, Patrick Ewing, though, doing a nice job there. One lost team only. They've only lost one game, uh, the Hoyas. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah it's... <sighs> I don't know, Gabe, but Liberty, li- I, it, what's up with the Liberty School? You got to be, like, their, their sports programs are really, like, turning it up a notch. The, like they the put, football program? They put money into it. They're, they they're, sure they're, did. They put money it, into it. it. It's, it's yeah, noticeable yeah. now. Like, because their football program's doing better, and now you're competing with Georgetown in basketball. You're only a five and a half. Turner Gill. Turner Gill's their coach. Football. I like Turner Gill. And basketball, they've always been good, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, um, you know, they're, they're, they're rich. They're a rich school. It's Falwell. Jerry Falwell Jr. Yeah. He's Lots got money. Church, church money, buddy. Listen, sports sports success leads to uh, to more student enrollment. It just does. That's, yeah. that's why these schools do it. Taking that's why the these Devils game. schools will do it. Oh, Devils yeah, and Oilers right. regulation. Do it plus a half All buck. Right. All right, we gave you our picks. Eagles uh, minus the points. Eagles uh, seven point teaser to the over. Scout Radio next.